Read all the stories about BYU sports no one else has heard. Go to kslsports.com for exclusive columns by BYU insider Mitch Harper. That's kslsports.com. You can hear Mitch Harper also tomorrow on Cougar Nation on KSL News Radio taking phone calls. No game to complain about this week for BYU fans, but certainly they can get ready for this one versus TCU down at Ammon Carter Stadium in Fort Worth where Mitch Harper will be covering the game. Alex Curie, Mitch Harper, right here with you. Of course, I host uh, Unrivaled during the week with Scott Mitchell on the KSL Sports Zone, and you can hear us from 3 to 6. And then Mitch and I every week on 1st and 12 as we venture into a very exciting Big 12 season number one for BYU. So many things going on, and what we love to do is to jump in on some of the sound that was heard around the conference. It is our sound roundup here. Let's get to it. Big 12 Sound Roundup. Check one, two. The best bites, cheap shots, and excuses from Saturday's postgame news conferences. We got to start things off, Alex, down in Dallas from that Red River rivalry. Quarterback Dylan Gabriel had an amazing touchdown pass in the final moments of that game to Nick Anderson. This was Gabriel on that game-winning TD. Just uh, saw the corner clamp and then seen Nick in the back of the end zone and Man, that's what we practice, you know, week in and week out. And I'm um, just proud of everyone coming together, you know, controlling the chaos and um, just dialing it in. You know, that's that's big time football and something you dream of as a little kid. So just being a part of it is something special, especially, you know, with all these guys in, in that locker room. I love every single one of them. So certainly people, Mitch, are waiting to talk about the other quarterback on the other side of things with the higher ranked Longhorns and Quinn Ewers with. Uh, all the all the the attention that comes with him and, and the possibility of him being a high draft pick in the NFL. Uh, but kudos to Oklahoma on the win. They bounced back from an embarrassment last year. Brent Venables uh, coming off of of that win has to feel good. The hot seat is now cooled completely, at least for now, for Brent Venables as they get ready. Here's what he had to say after the game uh, with that 34-30 win over Texas. He's the calmest guy I've ever been around at the quarterback position. And he's got great belief in the players around him. Incredibly humble. You don't see him ever, you know, uh, tooting his own horn. And, uh, you know, he's always trying to compliment and call someone else up. And uh, But he's prepared. He's worked really, really hard. Uh, he's been one of the most consistent uh, players in our program uh, from the leadership and showing up every day with the right mindset and, and bringing out the best in his teammates. So he was fearless. And, uh, again, I, I don't put any limits on what Dylan can do. I and mean, he's playing – uh, as confident as anybody on our on our team right now, and uh, that's I think he understands the collective, uh, you know, uh, parts of of the rest of the offense and the defense and the kicking game and uh, doing their their part. So really, really proud. Uh, and he's just a guy that has he gonna find a way to get it done. Gabriel definitely kind of etched his name among the great. Oklahoma quarterbacks. It's not quite, you know, Baker Mayfield or or Sam Bradford levels, but man, he's carved out his own little niche. I'll tell you the fan base too. If this game is the thing that means the most to them during the year itself, short of the Big Twelve Championship game, but sure. this this isn't just bragging rights. This is like it's beyond. It's something insane. You know, I mean, they have I mean, it's crazy too. It's a middle of the season game, Mitch, and it's the all state Red River rivalry game. Like it is it's a bowl game. I mean, it is it is exactly that. It's at the cotton bowl. It probably means more, but but I mean, getting that win is huge. And then on the flip side, you have Steve Sarkeesian who had to uh had to had to take a little uh, bite of the old humble pie here. If it's cap if he's capable of it, here's what he said after this one. 
because they, of course, didn't play their best football, according to him. Some of it was a little frustrating because it was just out of character for us, you know, and that, that's the hard part as a coach that I have to drill back down into of how do I make sure that I have our guys, you know, really ready to go play. And I felt really good about it. I really did. And I, these guys will tell you I told them the same thing. Um, but that's, that's the life of, of a competitor and a football team. When, when you're not at your best, can you find a way to win? And I, like I said, I thought our guys showed a lot of fight and grit and resiliency to put ourselves in position to win a game when we weren't at our best um, against a good football team. And, um, you know, we did that. And so I was really proud of them for that. I was proud of their, their ability to fight back uh, when we weren't playing great, when, when the game was kind of slanted, uh, we were kind of playing uphill there for a while. Uh, and to get all the way back to have the lead the way that we did, that, that took a lot of resiliency from this group. And uh, I credit them a lot for that. The one saving grace, though, for Sark and these Longhorns, Alex, is they got a shot potentially to play Oklahoma again in Arlington. This was Sark on the possibility of a potential rematch against Oklahoma. Well, I, I expect us to get back on the horse. Uh, we, got a, we got a locker room full of competitors uh, this is a tight-knit group. Um, I'm, I'm super proud of them for what they bring every single day. I proud of them today. Um, and so we'll, we'll go one game at a time. Uh, I, I think this locker room is, is full of champions, and our goal is to go win a championship this year. So we got to go handle our business. Yeah, it's interesting because, yeah, you ask them, do you want hey, what do you think? Could you maybe get back and play these guys in the Big 12 championship? Well, we're going to try to win every dang game. If that's where we end up, then there you go. And certainly it would be from a from a TV standpoint, uh, from an excitement standpoint, a repeat of of the Red River rivalry game in the in the Big 12 championship game on the last year of them being in the Big 12. It's not the thing that Brett Yormark wants. It's not the thing that Mitch Harper wants. But I'm just one of those old school guys that wants to see uh, this collision course of two Titans. If they are playing the best football, I want to see those two teams playing one another at the end of the year. That's that's certainly where I want to see them. Speaking of guys who uh, get a little bit salty, and now his team is playing a lot better than they were, Oklahoma State's Mike Gundy after they've pulled themselves out of the tailspin that they've had. This is him talking about the win that they got this weekend. I think we just played better, right? We, we uh, didn't turn the ball over. We won the hidden yards. We gave up really one big play. We got um, out-leveraged on the quarterback um, wing run in the boundary. Uh, and then they caught us on a – they had a nice call on uh, third and long. They caught us in a pass defense and ran a power read. But other than that, we really played solid on defense. So we didn't, we didn't make a lot of mistakes. We didn't give up the big throw, right? The, the, the last four games, we're giving up the, the, the throws that are killing us for touchdowns, and we didn't give that up tonight. Um, and then we were able to put pressure on him in the end of the third and the fourth quarter. We moved him around some. And I don't think he was comfortable in the pocket, which allowed us to intercept the ball and then forced him into some, into some errant throws for what he's done this year because he's been really, really good. Mitch, it's an interesting thing because you think about this team losing to uh, fill-in-the-blank state a couple of weeks ago at home. What was <laughs> USA, it? USA, South Alabama. South Alabama. You, you lose to USA by, by, you know, you get tuned up by him too. It wasn't even like, a, oh, whoops, they got a fumble late. They beat you up, and then you beat the Big 12 champs from last year. That's what you tell your team in the locker room. I'm certain that, I'm certain that's part of the message, and they've got a long way to go, but uh, Mike Gundy knows how to get his guys ready for the rest of a long season like this, so watch out for the Oklahoma State Cowboys. All right, let's take a break. We'll come back uh, around the corner. We've got our four corners whip around the teams that are going to be joining the Big 12 next year. 
how they've performed over the weekend here, including the buys. But, man, it was still a big W for Utah over the weekend. So stay right here with us. It is 97.5 EKSL Sports Zone and KSL News Radio. It is First and 12. Mitch Harper, Alex Curie, stay with us.